Coaching, training, debate. Three friends, three paths, one hometown. Insight on the game they love. This is Hoops Headway. This is our first ever episode. We're coming at you today from our homes in New York, South Dakota, and Minnesota. But we all started in the same hometown. We'll get to that in a second. But first, what is Hoops Headway all about? Hoops Headway is a space for coaches, players, fans, and hoop lovers in general to get their daily dose of all things hoops. That daily deuce might include... Okay, folks, let's stop right there for a second. What I meant to say there was daily dose for the second time in a row. Instead, I said D-E-U-C-E. Okay, let's get things moving again. Really excited to share those with you soon. We have three coaches. We have um, the training background on this podcast. We hope this to be a space for debate. Again, we are three friends with three different paths, but the same hometown. And well, let's get right into that. I've got Dave and James with me today. My name is John. And Dave, you started in our hometown. Talk to us about that a little bit, man. Yeah, David Moe, uh, born and raised in Barnesville. The only one of the group that was born and raised in Barnesville. We all connected in Barnesville, but uh, yeah, um, mom and dad, uh, dad was a longtime teacher at Barnesville High and uh, um, got to know these guys as they transitioned to Barnesville, but uh, Barnesville's a great little town, 20 miles just outside of Fargo in Minnesota. Um, Nice little Nice little drive down the interstate. Yeah, man. Um, like you said, small town. Uh, it's where I found myself in third grade. Uh, I moved from upstate to New York to Barnesville, Minnesota in third grade. And right in the middle of the year, um, I remember the first day being in Barnesville, um, meeting you, Dave. You were rocking that that all red crew neck all red sweatpant look with the the mj6s i think they were um and you, you made sure to let me know you're the fastest kid in the grade that day so i'll never forget Sounds that right. day but uh james when'd you end up in barnesville man? uh well i came uh came a little bit later after you there hajis um i came in 10th grade my family uh my parents were barnesville born and bred high school sweethearts and then when my dad retired uh he wanted to move back to his hometown and I was the youngest of six. So I, I came with in 10th grade. Um, and at the time I wasn't super happy about it. You know, I, I'd kind of, I figured I'd graduate from that high school, but after I moved and looking back, you know, it was the best decision, uh, that, that could have been made at that point. Cause I just made so many lifelong friends, um, and meeting you guys. I mean, it was, it was a great move. And then, you know, we all ended up playing basketball together. I mean, it was a blast. I, I'm glad you said that, James, because I was not pumped about it either. Um, my, my parents split up. And so my mom and dad met in the Navy. My mom was from Barnesville. My dad was from, from New York. And when they split up, my mom was like, we're out of here. And so we ended, up, we ended up back in Barnesville. And I was not happy. I remember that first day of school being, number one, scared and nervous. But Barnesville became home quick. And it, it did not take long um for me to be pumped about the the new surroundings much like you just stated i think there. oh yeah i think i could but, smell um, your fear that 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 first day hodge that's why i said what i said yeah that that must be what the <laughs> comment was all about. well so my new jersey's my new jersey devil starter coat wasn't wasn't throwing you any any uh 
confident. Which was straight fire, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I remember my first day too. And everybody, every time when you're a new kid in the school, you always remember that first day at lunch. And I remember that first day at lunch, I tried to sit somewhere and a kid at school just basically told me, no, you're not sitting with us. So like the, the worst like high school movie line you can imagine, you know, you're looking for someplace to sit and somebody says no. And I'm like, oh, great. Before the forest gone. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And then I ended up sitting with Dave. Dave's like, hey, come on over. So Dave, you might be the. The, the most welcoming guy um, in Barnesville. I mean, it was immediate. You hey, come sit with us. Car was Mo on um, round one of the Chili Crispitos or round two of the Chili Crispitos? I think it's I think it's safe to that. assume everybody was rounding the curve on number two for the Chili Crispitos. Sure, Those sure. things were round and third. And actually, I those chili crispitos were amazing. Yeah, I actually had a connection in the cafeteria. So I might have been on like round four or five, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, we all ended up, you know, James, you joined us in 10th grade and we ended up playing three years, if you will, of that varsity level, JV level basketball together. Um, I, yeah, let's jump into that a little bit. Talk about, you know, those hoop days in high school and kind of how we're, I think our passion for the game and, and um, that love for basketball really kind of, kind of flourished in those years. Well, I'll jump in and say, I mean, we're on 10th grade team. Uh, Dave, you made the varsity our 10th grade year and Dave's Dave's dad was our head coach for the B team. And one thing, a couple things I remember from his practices, a, they were competitive as get out. I mean, it was like when we scrimmaged, it was, you know, if you're the starting five and you were the two team, I remember, you know, people getting really competitive and it was super fun. And I also remember your dad set up a one-on-one ladder which was at the top, it was like crazy competitive. Um, like people were every day coming to practice, you know, that we're, what part of the ladder you're on. Everybody's super excited to just try to go get that W. It was, it was funny because my dad still talks about the one-on-one ladders and not so much about the top end, but more the bottom end. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the classic one-on-one games to three that took like 25 minutes because <laughs> I couldn't yeah. score. Um, you know, one thing that, that you said, you know, practice was super competitive. I think that's what kind of made us click. You know, Hodge talked about the story of third grade when I, you know, I'm just a competitive person and this new kid walks in and I challenge him right away that I'm the fastest kid and do want to race. Car, Car, the first time that, that, that you and I really knew each other in Barnesville, we had a legendary one-on-one game that I saw you at a at an event in town. <laughs> And uh, walked up. I I knew you previously from a camp that we were at together, but um, I walked up, saw you, and we within like the first like minute, it was like I live two blocks away. Let's go one on one right <laughs> yeah. now. And I think I think Check yeah, exactly. Up. I think Check just up. that 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 competitive nature that we had. Every coach that we had could sense that and just really kind of let us push each other and feed into that competitive nature that we had. I think that's what made us click so well. Yeah, that was, a, that game, that game was legendary. I mean, it's etched in stone somewhere, <laughs> I bet. I mean, it was, <laughs> no, it was fun. It, you're, yeah, every, every time you get driveway hoops and one-on-one going, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. And, Carr, I think your first experience with me in terms of driveway hoops might have been a little different. You and Dave are battling it out for one-on-one supremacy, and, I'm sliding the, the old trampoline here, <laughs> yeah. and we're we're doing a dunk contest in my front yard. The first time I think you ended up at my house, but 
Uh, that got competitive too. Oh, you know, those are there's, so fun. there's no doubt about that. Dunk ball, that's right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So um, but no, so we yeah, obviously we were teammates, played together. That sophomore year was legendary under Dave's dad as a coach. Um junior year, senior year varsity level. Um obviously had some great teams, competitive, team. competitive teams in those years. And um had a lot of fun with uh with those years. And uh, James, of, our, of of us three, obviously, you kept playing after high school ball. Talk a little. Well, bit about I kind of, I kind of lucked out. I, I, you know, my sister went to Morris, and I always kind of knew I wanted to go play there, um, even if I didn't have the talent. And I remember emailing the coach, and they were kind of like, "Yeah, you know, come and see see what you can do." And then we had that that legendary game against Eulen, where it was super competitive, and it was it was you know down to the last bucket, it went to overtime. Um, that's when they they told me that they think I could play at that level. Um, and, uh, you know, I went there and it was a lot of fun. I mean, college basketball is, um, you know, it's, it's obviously a different level, but when I think back to like my high school years, those, uh, the most fun that I had playing basketball comes back to those high school years. Um, maybe it wasn't the same level, but man, it was, it was just a lot of fun playing with your friends that you grew up with. It's just a different feel. Yeah. No and it really is. College no basketball doubt. is, you know, is amazing. And, you know, I, I work in the college game now as a coach. And uh, out of high school, I went to Mabel State, which was a NEI school just about, you know, hour and a half north of, of Barnesville. Went for basketball and ended up stopping within the first year of school and uh, really wanted to get into coaching. Got an awesome opportunity to, to start coaching on the women's side at Mabel State under Dennis Hutter and uh, really just fell in love with coaching. And I mean, I'm, I'm 30, geez, how old are we now? 35. <laughs> You're 35. I'm, 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 I'm 35 so. and I've been coaching college wow. basketball now for 15 years. And I, I love coaching college basketball, but I think one, one reason that made me get away from, from playing was because our, our high school team was so close and our, and our chemistry was so tight and our culture was so strong that going to a different group felt weird and it didn't feel right. And um, thinking back to those high school games and just practices and everything uh, you, those are some of the best, you know, basketball memories that I have. And I'll tell you one thing right now, like I played uh, division three, which was Morris, but playing against you guys, like we'd get together and play like, you you totally could have played at our, at our at the D three level just like I was. It's just that's it, it it just worked out that way. Like I remember when Hodge when I'd go to your guys' place like, and play Fergus Falls and we'd play like we just get up and down the parking lot by your where what, yeah. I don't know what dorm you live. I'm like I'm getting crossed up. You guys are I mean you guys were I mean it was phenomenal basketball no matter what. No, it's you know the the thing with it is it's unique just because obviously players. They, everybody's got their own path to to college, number one. But I think all three of us went to college with that intent to play. James, you you saw that through. Dave, you got there, and the, your feelings changed. For me, I stepped on court with at, at the JUCO I went to and was like, these guys are men, and I'm 120 pounds. My skills are here, but physically, I've got no business being on this court. Confidence, therefore, sunk. Um, and, and I took the same route as Dave. You know, I, I said, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to, to really shift my passion a little bit um, and, and then started coaching 
pretty soon after that, you know, within two years of college, um, that passion shifted and I, and I went that coaching route, but obviously kept playing, you know, the love for the game and the love for playing doesn't change. And James, I remember those battles and absolutely. I crossed you. Oh, crossed you up a couple times. <laughs> you did. Dude, I can't guard. I can't guard crafty lefties. It's just a fact. It's every, yeah. If you're lefty yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can, and you can got a handle like you do, it's, it's over. But then I remember when you transferred it's to St. Cloud state, you'd go, Hey car, we're going to go to the Whitney center. We're going to go to, you know, we're going to go to the field house, hound the yeah. ball, and we're going to play. And then you go there and play, and these guys you're playing intramural basketball, it's like, oh, my. Unreal. These guys Unreal. are crazy Unreal. good. Like, I, there are yeah, times the- where I'm on the court, I'm like, I might be the, the worst <laughs> guy on this court, <laughs> and I'm playing college basketball somewhere. Oh, funny. We had a – we had that was a good group of guys that we ran with, and, um, yeah, we thought we could play. It was one of those things where, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have a college jersey, but we got out there and – kind of put that chip on our shoulder, but um, I kind of wanted to dive into that coaching piece. I know just kind of talking about how we got to where we are today and the the start of that journey for all of us. Dave, you jumped into it early, man. You were sophomore yeah. at Mayville State. Is that what you said? And you were, you started coaching in car. Um, after you graduated college, you had the opportunity to go play a little bit overseas, right? Uh well, let's. <laughs> I did. Are we gonna? Pre- <laughs> I did, but I always preface that because it always sounds a lot better than what it was. Um, Talpo Volcanoes <laughs> was the crew. Shout out to Mike um, for helping me get on the team and coaching us. Carity, Brett, Ratty, Taylor, uh, for all you guys being awesome teammates when I played for the Volcanoes. And the the teams in the league at the top, and this is what I always say: the teams in the league at the top were probably like uh, like a solid D2 team, right? Um, and then the worst teams in the league were like, they'd get, you know, they weren't as good as like a high school two-way team, not even close. So it was like a huge discrepancy between the talent level and the league. So sometimes you'd go into a gym and like, you know, there'd be a hoop that wouldn't quite be at 10 feet. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the next night you'd go to a, you'd go to an arena where it would be like a legit arena. Like, Oh, this place is awesome. So like, that's kind of yeah. how it would go. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I did that. I did. I just emailed some, again, I think I just got lucky. I emailed someone over at basketball New Zealand and said, Hey, I'm student teaching over there. Could I, is there a team I could play on? And you know, they just sent some emails around it and it worked out. <laughs> okay. So you, I mean, cart just for the listeners that don't know you, you could obviously hoop. But you you didn't get paid to play ball overseas. D- d- what do you mean paid? <laughs> were they were you getting paid? Yeah, paid um, Kiwis, man. Not, they they would get me a bus ticket from the city, <laughs> from the city that I was student teaching, and I'd ride the bus in on the weekend to play games, and I wouldn't practice I with got them. You. I um, got you. Yeah, so that's awesome. And um, yeah, you know, so Dave, it's unique. You got you got your foot wet right away in that college scene at such a young age. And for James and I, you know, we, we went the AAU route and James obviously started up um, his own program and he called me up. I remember, I think it was junior year of college. And so 19, 20 years old, we're coaching, you know, 18 year olds, 17 year olds in AAU. So that was, um, that was certainly a fun experience for us. And Dave, you're obviously coaching kids around the same age as that, as a, you know, a 20 year old. And, um, I think you learn your learn a lot about yourself as a coach 
in those early years and um how were those early years for you guys as coaches i mean it was it was really hard to navigate between not trying to be their friend and also being likable enough for them to come talk to you as an assistant coach you know um, the assistant coach has, has a very unique role on, on a staff. You know, they have to be kind of that middle person between the head coach and the players. They have to be a voice that's there to listen to the players, but also help defend the head coach and, and support the head coach. And as a, as a 19 or 20, 21 year old coaching other 20, 21 year olds, it's very, very difficult to navigate through that. And um, it really helped me become a better coach, understanding how I can, be there for them, but not be their friend while having a mutual level of respect for each other. And it took time to, to develop that. And I think that was one reason why I was a coach for so long, but um, that was definitely a very challenging time to start my, my coaching career. No question. Yeah. How, how did, how did you, how did you feel about when we started our old school slash Minnesota United uh, AAU deal? You know, man, I was, I was so pumped just to have an opportunity to coach. Um, it's tough to network early on as a young coach. Um, sometimes it's not about what you know, and it's really about who you know in those moments. For you to give a platform for me to, to, to come coach was, was exciting. Getting on the court as a coach right away was, was strange. And when you're, when you're coaching AAU, uh, it's tough to get to know your players without – the structure of practice, um, at least consistent practice. And it was tough for me to really find kind of that flow, but it, it provided experience that was intense. It provided experience that was competitive and, you know, some really good basketball early as a young coach. So, you know, it, it definitely opened my eyes to, you know, the possibility of coaching becoming not only a passion, but um, a career someday. So it was it was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. those early years were crazy for us, obviously as a program, you didn't know you were learning names each week with, with the guys that showed up, but uh, it definitely itself into something, something big. And you're obviously at the high school level now, James is a head coach, but what were those early AAU years like for you running a program? Uh, they were, they were fun. Um, you know, learn the, the coach, the coaching aspect was a lot of fun. Um, the behind the scenes stuff, um, you know, with a, you got, when it got really, we kind of got out of it when it really started to get super competitive, um, with trying to recruit players and things like that. Uh, that part was just really, um, stressful. Uh, just for the simple fact, it's like, you want to make sure you're putting together a team that, um, you know, a will have fun because that's what you really want. And then also you want to make sure you're playing at the right talent level. So um, it kind of fits into kind of what Dave is doing at the college level, as far as like recruiting and making sure, you know, you, you kind of, you want to have the team, you know, kind of gel on the same thing. And for me, that was a lot of fun on the coaching aspect. Um, the behind the scenes stuff was really satisfying when it came together, but man, how did you know some of those days, those oh, trials no are tough. No doubt. I mean, it's, it's tough to get like a, a gauge on a player from, you know, a two, a two day, or not even a two day, like a day, two hour tryout, you know, maybe you've seen a couple of them play in their high school varsity stuff, but um, yeah, it was, it was fun, uh, stressful, satisfying, all of the above. Yeah. Those logistics pieces can, can be stressful. And I remember, you know, at, at 21, 22, trying to, to figure those out when all you want to do is coach, 
You know, you talk to players yeah. and they say, all I want to do is ball. And coaches, sometimes all they want to do is coach. And Dave, you're obviously at the head of that now at the college level. You know, you worked your way up at Mayville for 11 years, was it, Dave? Yeah. Mayville State University. Yeah, 12 years. Just completed your 12 years and just completed your third year out in South Dakota at Dakota State. So you're dealing with that on a whole nother level right now at the helm helm there. But definitely hear you on that, James. It's it's funny that you talked about just wanting to coach because, you know, coaches want to coach, players want to play, and then fans just want to yell at the officials and judge the coach, right? They know what they do. <laughs> but um, it's funny, the, the longer that I'm in coaching, the more I realize how much the actual coaching piece of the X's and O's means diddly compared to the relationships and just the, you know, getting getting your players to get on the same page as you with a vision and culture and everything. Um, you know, coming into coaching, I was a young kid, 20 years old, and I thought I knew everything. And I quickly found out that I knew nothing about basketball. And it's taken me a long time to finally understand that the X's and O's are great, but they don't mean anything if your players don't trust you and believe in you and see the same vision that you have for them. And when you get there as a coach and you have that relationship piece, it's amazing what kind of doors you can unlock in a player's potential. And uh, that's the, that's the most fun thing for coaching now for me. It's not about the X's and O's, but it's just about developing that relationship and figuring out how each player ticks and how to get the most out of them. No doubt. I read a great quote um, a few years back, but it just talked about relationships first, everything else second. And once you establish that trust, once you establish that um, that that passion for your players and it's, it's reciprocated uh, X's and O's really do become secondary, but uh, James, obviously you're coaching at the high school level. Now talk a little bit about how you got to where you are following the, the AAU, AAU years there. Yeah. Uh, well, like you mentioned, I just, it, uh, it opened a lot of doors for me coaching AAU. Um, you know, someone knows of this job. So then I, started coaching in Elk River at the 9B level. Then I went to Princeton at the sophomore level. Then from there, I went to Rockford, was the head coach um, for the girls team there for three years. Um, and now I'm the head boys coach at Howard Lake. Um, and it kind of followed my teaching. You know, if you're a coach, usually you're a teacher as well. And, uh, you know, so I'm at Howard Lake now, loving it. Uh, Howard Lake Waverly Winstead is a great school district. Um, you know, it's, it's so much fun. And like Dave said, the relationships – um, come first. That's exactly how you have to look at it as a high school coach. Um, because, you know, you're seeing everybody every single day and you get to build those relationships. That's why, you know, I, I love it when, um, you know, I'm able to be in the same building. I'm able to talk to kids on a daily basis instead of just seeing them for that, you know, that window during practice time or whatever. I think it's so, such a, an asset for me as a coach to be able to, uh, you know, be around them and talk with them every day um, as a that's teacher. awesome, Car. No question. That's awesome. No question. All right, Jabo, you, I, man, you, I, yeah, you, just listening to both of you guys. You know, you talk about that. You've kind of, you know, Car is a, a head, you know, boys coach at the high school level. Haji coach on the boys side, of high school level. You, you've also coached on the college girls side, and you do some, yeah. you know, Hodge hoops training plug um, on the side. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, talk about you. Talk about you, man. Talk about your coaching. The the journey's been wild. Before you start, Hodge. I got to ask you though, what haven't you done with basketball? Because you've, you've held, I think every title that you can. This is, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, car quit, uh, ruffling the feathers, if you will. But, um, <laughs> no, we, 
it's interesting when you talk about journeys and I look at hoops headway and how we, the three of us as friends have, have got to a point where we want to influence more than just our players, but coaches all over the country and, and world and, and fans, et cetera, with the things we've learned throughout our journey. Uh, my journey is unique. I, I obviously my first stint in coaching was through you, James, I AAU at 19, 20 years old. Dave, the first time I stepped on a basketball court was because you asked me in the basement of your church if I wanted to join the fourth grade Barnesville Blast traveling team that your dad was coaching. So it's funny how I look at I started as a player through one of my best friends, Dave, and started as a coach through one of my best friends, James. But I, I coached AAU, and it opened a door to an eighth grade job in Anoka, Ramsey, Minnesota. That went well. I coached at the, at the eighth grade level for a year, and then I, I worked a basketball camp with Dave out in Mayville state made a good connection with uh, he and his head coach and his head coach put a, a word in for me at the, the college level in St. Paul at Hamlin university was there coaching three years of women's basketball went, went very well. And an opportunity opened up for me to move back home. So I ended up back in Barnesville. Um, I taught six years there of K through five PE was an assistant varsity coach to our former high school basketball coach, Todd Hendrickson which was, which was cool. Everything kind of went, came back full circle. I uh, spent a couple years at the elementary, ba- as the elementary basketball coordinator, coached eighth grade basketball also, boys for, for both of those levels. And then uh, about five years ago, started up a training business. Dave, appreciate the plug, uh, <laughs> hot hoops training. And my wife and I got married a year and a half ago, and I am now in back in upstate New York, where it all started for me as a as a human, if you will. And I'm uh, coaching, <laughs> coaching at a junior college. So I'm coaching women's basketball at a junior college. And the the, the coaching basketball journey is, has been unique for each one of us. And, and now we are in three different states having a really good time recording a podcast and putting resources out there for, um, for everybody that wants to listen and, and give it a, give it a look. So, Tell us what you guys are, are, are thinking about Hoops Headway. What's your vision? And talk a little bit about that. How do we end up here? Well, Hodge, I want to make sure, I want to make this clear. Uh, the role that you've had coaching is a testament to you, man, because you make connections uh, really well with players um, on, on a very like individual level. Um, and then, you know, the team aspect is, 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 amazing as well so like i think you as a trainer i i could see that coming from a mile away since you were so focused on the details of the 100%. Game. I, I appreciate that man i appreciate that yeah, it's fun to it's fun to dive into like those those micro cosm pieces of the game and really attack players weaknesses but it, at the end of the day it does just come down to getting in to know those kids and that's what it's all about it's been a lot of fun kind of kind of shifting into that lane a little bit. That's cool. Um, you know, in regards to hoop to, to Hoops Headway, I'm really excited, you know, selfishly for me, it's really fun to connect with you guys. <laughs> Honestly. You know, like the the podcast can be really fun with the, you know, different kind of game approach with it. And then we have our our, you know, daily doses of um, you know, just basketball content. Uh, you know, at motivational Monday, we have t- you know team drill Tuesday, workout Wednesday, teaching point Thursday, and then Friday is kind of a a, a combination of you know a, a fun fact of basketball or maybe 
you know, a unique stat or a trivia piece. And then on the weekends, we're going to be hitting whiteboard weekends where we, we share plays and that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's a really fun Avenue. I think the, the, the most wild thing to me is so Barnesville is a small town, town of about 2000 people. Our class had 52 kids that graduated in our class. And the fact that we have three players from the same class that are making kind of a living out of basketball is, is, is pretty rare and pretty unique. And, and it's, and it's so cool that we, we all came from the same kind of background when it comes to basketball, same program. We all see the game similarly, but as we've kind of grown apart through our years, we've, we've come to see the game a little bit differently. And it's really fun to share ideas and share visions and that kind of stuff about basketball. And this podcast and this hoop set was a, a great avenue for us to just share basketball. And it's, it's, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Um, I, I love the aspect of being able to bounce ideas off each other. We're kind of like a, a professional, like a professional development group here, just, you know, throwing, throwing different sets at each other, throwing, throwing different ideas about how to deal with, um, you know, game situations, um, how to build a program, the cultural aspect. And hopefully we can share some of that with everybody that's listening for the simple fact that, you know, no coach knows it all. It's just, you're always learning. And I think that, 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 that viewpoint of I can always get better is something we always try to instill in our players. And as coaches, you know, Hey, we, we got, we got to walk it as well. You know, we, Hey, we're always trying to learn. And I think, I think for me, that's, that's a big part of the podcast, individual learning for me. And then also, Hey, if we can share something with coaches coming up or people who want to understand, understand the game better. Hey, let's do that. I, I love that point, James, about none of us consider ourselves experts and we don't want to come across as that in any capacity. Dave is a head coach at the college level. James is a head coach at the high school level. I am at a JUCO level now, but the training is the piece that I would like to bring to this puzzle. Um, and we just want to be, be that resource for you guys. And hopefully those three perspectives can provide a vast majority of our audience, some insight to some different ways to do things. And, and again, our way is nowhere near right um, all the time, but what coaches are thieves and let's just face it. I, I I steal a ton of stuff. Uh, we all steal a ton of great stuff, and we. But it's all about sharing those resources at the end of the day, and that's a, the one thing we really want to be able to provide for our listeners and for for our audience. Yeah, and 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 to go on top of that, the, the coaching everything is really fun. But you're going to get to to hear through the podcast some of our unique relationships that we have with each other. Uh, you know the you know, kind of poking fun at each other, the banter, the, you know, just, just having fun sharing basketball because we're all so passionate about it, but also kind of letting our roots come out of Barnesville. Cause you know, when, when, when people hang out with us <laughs> at times, they're like, you guys are friends. Cause it seems like you guys just like rag on each other all the time. And that's kind of just how we are. And you're going to be able to, to, to kind of pick up on that and get that feel from our podcast and just having fun sharing the game of basketball. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. We're, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're listening to, to what's to come with this. Again, our podcast, we want to we attack the game from a little bit of a lighter side. We're going to use those daily dose posts as our resource segments so that you can get the content that you want. Uh, we're here if you have questions. Do not hesitate to reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we, we're here to, to, here to help coaches, here to help players. Um, and, and provide some fun for the fans. James, Dave, anything else you guys want to add? 
None. Yeah, no, I think that go. sounds great. You got it. Uh, stay tuned for more to come from us. You can expect weekly podcasts and, again, those daily posts. Follow us on Twitter at Hoops Headway, Instagram at Hoops Headway, and Facebook at Hoops Headway. Our podcast will be dropping uh, from our three-state location. Uh, you can expect those on Spotify, iTunes, and if I'm lying to you about those outlets, we will definitely let you know where they will end up because we're not exactly <laughs> sure where that's going to be yet. But stay tuned. Link in bio. We appreciate you guys listening today. We'll see you soon.